Spanning the globe to bring joy to one and all. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Writing the wrongs. That's what I'm talking about. Your daily dose of positive nuggets. Oh, I'm so happy. I can't even feel my arms. A show for the faint of heart. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Spreading sprinkles of knowledge as far as the eye can see. You is talking loco, and I like it. Jay Daniels. Well, there's nothing like experimenting. Kevin James. My life is good. Really good. Producer Slim. It's not that I'm lazy. It's that I just don't care. And anyone else who wants to work for free. It's Spokane's official morning show, Jay and Kevin. Well, hello. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and adults of all ages and sizes. Hello and hi there. It is I, the Righteous Reverend Jay Daniels, broadcasting a live from beautiful downtown Spokane, Washington. 99201, live from Studio C, second floor of the Digital World Broadcast Center of the KXOI building. It is a Monday. It is March 15th, 2021. Welcome to Halftime of March, fellas. I am uh, deep into some research right now because I heard something from the television this morning that made me very, it just made me question it. Okay. Let me see if you guys question this statement or if you just find it to be true. I was watching uh, KXOI Television News 4 and Mark Peterson was on there. He is the weatherman and that weatherman said... Because they were at a brewery. They were uh, doing something at No Lie this morning, talking about uh, helping out the community. And they were selling t-shirts or something. I did not really pay attention. But I heard Mark Peterson say this. Oh, yeah, we love beer. Beer, you know, the oldest man-made alcohol in the world. That didn't seem true to me. Does that seem true to you? That beer is the oldest alcohol, man-made alcohol in the world. I mean, I'm not going to call him a liar. I hope he had done some research before he just blurted that out. I feel like, you know. It seemed like he did, but then I just thought, wait. Well, wine is man-made. It don't make itself. (laughs) And so I started, I'm like, doesn't wine seem like it would be older than beer? Yeah, probably. I've looked it up. And I've done some research now. The oldest beverage in the world is Chinese fermented beverage. The oldest alcoholic beverage? I'm sorry. Yes, the oldest alcohol water. Yeah, probably oldest beverage. Uh, Yep. Seems like that's right. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It looks like this is from 7,000 B.C. So you're saying he was wrong. A mixture of rice, honey, hawthorn fruit, Mm, and grapes. Mm-hmm. But it actually doesn't sound really that different than what we drink today as wine, right? I don't really Chinese know what's in beverage. wine other than grapes. Grapes. Yeah, I don't know if they they put honey in some of them or rice, if that's unusual. But that was the original. That, to me, sounds like you put things together. You made alcohol, the oldest uh, Chinese fermented beverage, which basically sounds kind of like wine, right? Would you like me to go downstairs and slap him? Well, I just... Just tell him he has a responsibility to the community to put facts out there that are correct. Seems like that one for the was weather. Wrong. That's the only one he's allowed to get wrong all the time. <laughs> just, just weather. <laughs> Other than that, please be accurate. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. And I've also realized now the containers that they would put this old wine in are really wild. They're just like 
They're the kind of thing that you would go to a really rich person's house, and I mean like really, like Jeff Bezos rich, and you would go to his house and there would be this rock-made container, and you would be like, what is that? And he'd be like, oh, well, that's from 7,000 B.C. where they drank Chinese fermented beverage. <laughs> it's worth $7 million. It's just sitting on a table. Yeah, yeah. that's what it looks like. And right. he's like, wow, these are... Cool. So there you go. That that has wasted my time this morning. I am probably not ready to do the show, but I will get focused now and uh, care about our show instead of his. Back to you in the studio. Uh, well, you're missed in here today because the clock, the whole clock thing in here, and oh, I don't no. know how to change yes. it. And oh. it just has four buttons on the back of the clock, and it's oh. just a nightmare. I it now according to this, I tried to fix it. And Kevin's the only one that really knows how to fix it. Kevin and somebody in engineering, they both went to clock-changing school. I've turned a chime on, which will be interesting when that goes off. It is now according, again, this is just according to this clock, everybody. Don't get goofed up. It's now March, it's Tuesday, March 15th, 2022. I, I ended, okay. but, but the time is still 5.08, so I is don't it, know how to fix it. Hold on, is the pandemic over? Uh, in 2022, I hope. I'm hoping a distant okay, memory. good. That's good. Um, since you're in the future, boy, <laughs> I wanted to know what was going on, future boy. I don't boy. know what I did, but it's not right. Well, I'm going to tell you that. And I wish it was simple enough for me to tell you, but I still don't really know how I do it. I just, I know at some point I push two buttons together at uh, once, and then it just somehow starts to work. I heard that, uh, you know, they're trying to make it in Washington and Idaho so that we don't have to do this anymore. And I was like, yeah, let's, that'd be good. Okay. They are doing Idaho as well because I saw Senator Patty Murray sent out a tweet, and I'm big on her Twitter. Oh, man. And she tweeted and said, this should be the last time we have to ever do this, Washington. And I thought, well, please tell me that Idaho is a package deal because if we're not going, if we're going to have a different time zone in Washington and Idaho. That would be the most confusing thing of my life. Yeah, that uh, that's bad when you have two relatively large cities that are adjacent to each other, divided by a border. They should have the same yeah. time. Like, I honestly would probably just have to break up with Judy. Hmm. <laughs> I know a transition when I hear one. You are one pathetic loser. Well, the real slim Slim. Good morning, guys. Oh. I, I'm Team Patty Murray because I'm with her. Hey, Amen. No, I am too. You know, I don't ever want to change my time. Okay, Kevin. It's I the am, goofiest thing we still do. I've not been able to stop thinking about your beginning of the show comments. It has been fascinating to my brain. Okay, the very good. first two things I thought about were wine and mead. Mead, be- wine because Jesus turned water into wine instead of water right. into beer. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was mead because in all of my nerdy old fantasy, medieval fantasy books, they always drink mead. And I don't and know ale. what mead is. But I, I think ale is like beer. I always feel like ale is beer, but I thought mead was something else. And I, that's what I always think is the oldest drink that's not wine. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. The Dice Man, Derek Dice, at Derek KXLY, has responded to our early Twitter poll of which is older, beer or wine. He said, ha, were you guys listening when Mark 4 News now said beer was the oldest alcoholic drink? Yes. And then he said, 
Cameron, our director, just Googled it. He said beer dates back to 10,000 B.C., while wine is 4,000 B.C. And I'm going to say, then why, did Jesus, did, why didn't Jesus turn water into beer? <laughs> why didn't Is that what you're going to say? Kevin's Google came up different. Into. Did it not? I mean, I ended up with 7,000 B.C. Yeah. for wine or Chinese fermented beverage, which to me seems like wine. There was no mention of beer going back to 10,000 B.C., but maybe I'm willing to accept the facts if they are the facts. I, I just I believe Wikipedia more than I believe someone who says they have facts from 10,000 B.C. Is it just possible that Jesus did wine water into wine because he was just a wine guy, not a beer guy? Is a, fa- a fancier gathering, maybe. Oh, yeah, he was just like, this, this party calls for wine. Mm. I mean, Maybe they that, were tired Kevin, of beer at that point. It had been around for what? 6,000 years? years, apparently, according to them. That statistic is blowing my mind because, I mean, I, if you had said when was beer invented, I would have said 1776. <laughs> I would have said I said the second we threw all that tea into the ocean, we replaced it with beer. Right. right. That's how I would have guessed for beer. That's that's why when I heard it this morning, it really just sent me into a deep dive into the internet going, wait, first of all, beer's that old? And second, I was just amazed by it. I I, I, I love this. Okay, well. I'm going to keep doing my research on it. I also would have just thought that at some point the first alcoholic beverage was truly rubbing alcohol. Like that kind that style. Oh, I think we've yeah. all had the bottom of the shelf liquor of some kind yeah. where you taste it and go, that just that didn't do anything but clean it cleaned my mouth. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I just kind of always put it on my hands. Assumed. I would have assumed that was where we would where there was a starting point for the alcoholic beverages, and then you move from there. Now I will say, yeah, like the stuff they'd get at the grocery store, or the drugstore. Yes, I will say this week, I am on a mission. Fun, you start with the alcoholic beverages because who isn't thinking about them at six twelve, right? Mark Peterson started us on this, so it's Mark Peterson's fault. It is. I want to get real good this week at one cool cocktail. So I've got one week. I've got a couple days to learn it before the March Madness tips off. Okay. We're head into tournament season this year with a really cool cocktail, because I think uh, I am of that group that my cocktail is just mixing anything that's in my refrigerator. Doesn't matter what it is. But I go over to people's houses and sometimes they really bust out the cool stuff and they've got the shaky shaker and they've got a strainer of some kind and. They're cutting yeah. parts of fruit off that I don't even know what part of the fruit it is. And I, I kind of chuckle at them and say, ha-ha, mine takes one second to make. But then I try theirs and go, oh, boy. Oh, so you want to create one or you want to no, just learn just how to make one? I just want to get good at one. Okay, okay, that's fair. But there are some that I watch that are too elaborate for me. And I go, there's too many things that are happening, too many moving parts. Yeah. And that's just not going to be in my wheelhouse. But there's got to be that fine line between yeah. me taking Gatorade and mixing it with vodka and then a drink <laughs> that is actually presentable to people. Yeah, well, you get that thing. And I had this for a while, son, because I... The college liquor that you were drinking yes. is not yeah. considered a drink. Oh, wow. You want something we where you Sean's have to... house again, and he mixed beer and Jägermeister. <laughs> what a mixed something... Thanks, bud. <laughs> You want something where you mix it, maybe do a little measuring, like you got to have the right parts of this, 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 yeah. and this. 
but yes. you don't want to have to get too in depth. And I understand. I had a drink that I started making for Judy this summer. Well, early on during the pandemic, because she was buying these like huckleberry lemon drops that she just loved. And so I was like, I'm going to figure out how to make these. So I just paid attention to their recipe. And then I ended up figuring it out. And I tried a couple things and got them right. And they were really good. And it did. It was the greatest feeling of like, look at me making this awesome drink. And it was always like I would make it because I made it the best. And then yeah. unfortunately. That's a good feeling. She was like, I got to quit drinking that stuff. It's making my, because it was just too sweet. Like, oh, the, yeah. Yeah, she's like, they're, they're fine once in a while, but can't have it all the time. And I was like, okay. So that was the end of that. But you're right. It's a good feeling having a drink where you make it. And that one was just about the right amount of work where you had to have the right mix of everything. And yeah. you become the cool guy because they'll be like, Sean, make me that drink, please, because you make it so good. Right. The one that you have. Yeah. My wife has a hillbilly, we call it a hillbilly or redneck margarita because she's from Kentucky and it the margarita she makes really truly seems like it's from backwoods. So she has that in her repertoire and everyone loves it. And I love when and I love it. So I thought I need to make sure that both the Widmers, well you know what? Shoot, Olivia can have one too. <laughs> Olivia can do one for the neighborhood kids, some kind of Kool-Aid formula combo. And then all the Widmers can have cool beverages when people come over. Nothing better than that Kool-Aid formula combo. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Time for a first world problem. Kevin James. My courtside seat that I get paid to sit in at Gonzaga, I feel like is not as cushiony as it used to be. And they need a new one. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Also, I mentioned the fact that, you know, they got 27 inches of snow in Denver. I'm sure if you are flying to or through Denver, you probably know by now. But you probably want to check your flight because I know there was quite a few cancellations and it's going to be kind of a tough travel if you're headed that way. So weird. I don't feel like we cancel a lot of flights in Spokane anyway, but in March, it's even rarer. But yeah, they got some issues, obviously. All right, Slimmy, what's up? Go Broncos. (laughs) let's talk about it real quick saturday is your day area saturday is your day if you missed it them eastern washington eagles will be playing basketball saturday morning 10 15 a.m against kansas on tbs Saturday afternoon, evening, at 6.20 p.m., your Gonzaga Bulldogs will be playing against one of the teams that wins on Thursday. So Saturday's your day area, 10, 15, and 6.20, a bookend of local teams playing Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Just wanted to get those numbers out there so we can start prepping for a busy day here in the inland northwest. Yes, thank you. Appreciate that. Just Very beautiful. excited for that. Okay, so there we got we got a little bit of that in there. Well, I'm sure there will be more Gonzaga and, Eastern talk as the week goes on. Am I correct that uh, I Gonzaga could play both kept winning, right? Oh yeah, I mean they're in the same. Any team, okay, can yes, play so. any team as long as they keep winning. <laughs> well, I mean that no is true. What. Like that you, actually, and there's true. no two teams that couldn't play each other as long as they win. I mean, Gonzaga could play Loyola Chicago. If Loyola Chicago keeps winning, 
against like Georgia Tech and then yeah. probably Illinois and right. so on and so, so forth. On it went, yeah. wins, which would be a real riveting one. <laughs> now back There's to you. Also, the great <laughs> chance that after the first weekend, Gonzaga never plays a team we haven't seen this year because they could play Virginia, then they could play Iowa. That's weird. Then they could play BYU. So they could play no one new for for three three straight games, which would be about as twenty twenty one as it gets. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, I wanted to ask you guys this. Are you interested at all in the return after a 10-year hiatus of the show that will make its way to your televisions uh, tonight? We need your help to track down America's Most Wanted. That's right. America's Most Wanted makes its return tonight. What makes America's Most Wanted the right show for people right now? In the 10 years since it went off the air, we've had an incredible explosion in technological advancement. I mean, everybody's Mm. walking around with one of these and taking pictures and instantly connected. And we can really harness all of that. How much better is the video quality going to be on the 2021 version of America's Most Wanted than the 2010 version? Yeah. Yeah. I will say this, though. I got to believe that the drawings will still be a little sketchy. It's March Dadness. Wow, that was nice. Kevin, that one was almost too good for March Dadness. I agree. Yeah. Oh, that really? was a really, because when you, really well done. When March you Dadness. first said it, I was like, huh, and then went, oh, and then went, whoa. That was so really good. I had multiple mm-hmm. levels of humor there. I really enjoy so, it. I also hope they bring the sketches back because... Those sketches you can make out to be about four of your friends every day. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. That's I mean, every time you look at it, you go, it kind of looks like you somebody go, I, know I know ten guys that fit that description uh, perfectly. That's him. Yeah. Are we interested in the return of America's Most Wanted at all? It's one of these things that I am very glad it's back. I think it's a good show. I think it's important. And I'm really excited for other people to watch it. Yeah. Kevin, I've, I've got it DVR'd tonight. Okay, so I've got it set up for one night. That show, I think you and I have covered the fact that show bothers both of us where we yes. get scared by it, truly scared by it. <laughs> I'm going to give it one chance, and then I will yeah. let you know if it was good or not. I mean, that's I d- fair. Yeah, I- I've been willing to watch it after I get all the windows taken out of my house. This right here. <laughs> pouring up your windows. Yep. This right here, let's try. <laughs> That's good. Okay, fair enough. I have a question for you guys and everybody. Do you agree or disagree with Jake Owen? Country music star Jake Owen had this comment, and I want to know if you guys agree or disagree with this. I find that when you have a talent in something, if you're not interested in it to the highest degree, then it doesn't matter how talented you are in it, If because what does it matter? And I found that I'm not that talented in music, but I love it way more than I am talented. I, I heard that. I understood the point of what Jake Owen was saying, mm-hmm. but yeah. I don't think any of us agree that Jake Owen is not a talented musician. Have you heard him sing? Well, I was going to say, now maybe it is because he's not good music-wise, like playing any instruments. That's my guess is that now he's that thinking, I think about it. oh, I okay. met okay. this guy, and this guy not only plays three instruments, but he's also great at songwriting and singing, and I'm just good at one of those. So maybe, More of a one-trick pony sort of situation. Yeah, I feel like that's got to be what he meant, yeah. right? Because yeah. he is a great singer. Yeah. I'm I mean, guessing that's of, it, yeah. I'm so thankful that I got out there real early last year 
and got in on that new Jake Owens song, Jay. And you know, you and I were man so championing, good. championing, championing, championing that song right off the bat. I think we sold Kevin on it, didn't we, Kev? It took a long time. Oh yeah. You like made for you, the, yeah, made the song you. that you guys loved we, so much, and you kept telling me. I think both of you put it on your. Song of the Year list last year, right? Kevin, I, I will forever owe you an apology for that song because I could not believe you had that as a, one of the best songs of last year. The more it is played, the more I go, well, I was so wrong on that. Kevin was so, so right. It is I would have put it on my best song. song list for this year. but So here's the deal. It's past the date, It's past Jay, the date. I, I had to make it Kevin. in a... Uh, a you know a late addition to the list this last year. Yeah, because- it was a Kev. It's yeah. the one I'm I'm bummed I missed on it last year. You even told me you said don't miss on it. I still missed on it. Jake Owen though apparently saying that as long as you are really super passionate about it, that's going to be what matters. So approach the week that, that way maybe. If you got a yeah. you got a major yeah. passion, get after it. And finally, I want to play you this. This is from Sam Hunt because I find him completely and totally. I I, I don't know. I, I find him captivating with how he's approaching himself because he's gone through such a weird stretch with everything. He made a really popular album, then disappeared off the face of the earth, releases one song, Body Like a Backroad, disappears again, gets married, gets a DUI and all this, like takes a, a pretty big hit pub- publicly, and then he kind of disappears again. Here's Sam Hunt talking about how he's approaching life. I find him to be captivating. I got to a point where I was realizing that um, what I was doing might be influential in some way on how I carried myself, the songs I was writing, what I was what I was about in general. And I realized that that was a big responsibility and I wanted to make sure that just the foundation that I was standing on was sturdy and I knew that Hannah was a big part of that. And spiritually, I wanted to be in the right place and I didn't feel like I was there for a while. Hannah's his wife and I, I don't know. I, I, I just find him to be really interesting to follow. He's someone who I would watch the second they released a story inside the life of sam hunt i would watch it immediately yeah he is a very that nothing he does is not thought out that is for sure well okay except for when he's under the influence yeah but but i think maybe that's exactly what he he thinks about too now is it's like man everything needs to be thought out yep i I agree he's just he's he's someone who i enjoy his music quite a bit i enjoy watching what he does and I'm I'm here to listen to the story. I want to hear this, the Sam Hunt story. At some point in, in my life, I hope he releases kind of the Sam Hunt story. I think he is someone, from everything we've heard, he's someone who did not want to get famous and got really famous really, really fast. So I, I would like to hear the thoughts on how that goes for somebody who's not looking for that. And anyways, there's some, there's some country music guys speaking for you. We got more country music coming up because there was an award show last night that had to do with music. And we've got a lot of stuff. I want to ask you guys about the winners in the country music world for the 63rd annual Grammys. But we will get to that later on today. That is your Audio Vault for a Monday. It is the 15th of March, 2021. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Got anything like that today, Kev? Kevin James. Well, today is National Video Day game. I'm sorry? The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. To the text line. We'll go ahead and answer your text questions on Monday mornings. You can always send them in on the Hazard Fabworks text line at 434-8600. Two, three. Slim, I don't know if you know the answer to the question that popped in about the two teams being close to each other. The question from Jeff was, are, are we the only area that has two teams in the NCAA tournament that are located that close to each other? Ooh, man. 
I mean, we're close, and there are a lot of colleges that are close, you know, down by Duke and that, but, you know, different year this year, so I don't really know, oh, do you? I'm trying to think top of my head. I mean, without Duke being in it, North Carolina Duke thing's not happening. Right. So, you know what? Who sent the text in? Uh, Hold on, I just lost his name. Jeff. Hey, Jeff. The answer to that question is, with without one shred of doubt, yes, we are. Take it to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time of the year. Just gamble away on it. Go for it. <laughs> are you excited or not excited about the fact that the tournament is kind of a day later? Or does it not affect you at all, the fact that it's not a... Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and now instead this year it's more of a, well, I mean, technically a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And this year it's later. Is it Wednesday? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Normally they would have the playing games on Wednesday. Tuesday? Tuesday, no, Tuesday. Oh, my gosh, yes, that's right. Tuesday, that's right. This year, yeah, I I think the thing that's nice about it is that you get that one full day of basketball, the the, the crazy day where it starts at 9 in the morning and goes till 9 at night and there's whatever it is, how many ever games... My math isn't good right now. Sure. Uh, but that you get a full day of that on a weekend, which is kind of cool. Yeah, Kevin, you're right. The, and the best part about that, when they announced the Eastern time, I was like, at the East, the EWU time, of being at 10.15 on a Saturday. See, then I was like, oh, man, if that would have been Friday, that would have been a bummer. Right. That happens a lot, where you either take that Thursday, Friday off if you want to watch every game, or you just, you know... Do like Slim does and watch him while you're working. <laughs> I'm sure I'm the only person right. besides teachers doing that. Yeah. Besides, <laughs> yeah, besides half of people. Besides most of America who is and even non-basketball fans are at that point becoming basketball fans because they don't have to work. Right? You're like, Sorry, no, I, I, I got a big, I got a big uh, interest in this game. Really? Yeah, you didn't know I have a lot of people who go to Ion. <laughs> Love them. Big family uh, tradition to watch Ion basketball. Do you have plans on how you'll watch it? Do I have plans for... Is that a question you truly just asked me? Do I have plans for the NCAA basketball tournament? Well, I know <laughs> there's difference between, yeah, I'm going to watch it, and yeah, I have this snack, this beverage, yeah. this chair... I have plans, <laughs> and they start Friday morning at ten o'clock, and they end Monday at what eight thirty nine o'clock, and then they reset the following Friday. I am ready for this. This is my mecca of television, year in year out. I'm ready to party, and I've had enough years under my belt now where I've got a good routine. You might as well call me Routine Dean this month. I'm ready. And waiting for Friday to roll here. Kevin, it is going to be the best. Kevin, how crazy with your plans do you get, or do you just say, yeah, we're going to watch it and just leave it at that? Well, I mean, a lot of times I would have a more detailed plan than I do this year. I don't know, because I just, I think the fact that I'm not going to go anywhere to watch them really eliminates any potential for me to, to plan it out too much. You know what I mean? Like if I was had a plan of, Oh, I'm going to go, like I've done Northern Quest in the past before. I've done mm. there. I've done 24 taps for the full day where I went, sat up with my computer, and had all the screens going with the games and all that. But because this year I haven't decided to go out and do that, 
I was a last minute, decided not to go to Vegas. My brother's going to Vegas for it, and I decided not to do that. So I don't really have any big elaborate plans. I'm definitely going to watch it, but it will just be on a television at home. At 4.20 a.m. this morning, <laughs> I began a 20, what looks to be, if I do the math here on these these videos, a 22-minute spree of watching how to make cocktails. That was at 4.20 on Monday morning, getting ready for Friday. That's impressive. That, that's I, a, it is here. That's good effort. It is here. I am ready. My body is ready. My brain is ready. My couch is ready. I've got enough Pilot G2s to make as many mistakes, enough brackets to make as many mistakes as possible when spelling a team's name incorrect so I can right the wrongs. Oh, man. It is happening.